Hi, it's Anna here. I am the original Wonder Woman, a huge energy ball, and I love adventure. I am here to inspire you. Welcome. This is Good Vibes Only. Hello, lovely, and welcome back to Good Vibes Only. I am so excited about the episode ahead because today I will be sharing with you my journey of waking up at 5 a.m. for 66 days in a row. Yes, you heard that right. And what you will learn today is how you can work with your limiting beliefs, how you can establish healthy habits, and also how to find voluntary discomfort and be your own biggest inspiration. This episode is a lot of fun and is so jam-packed that let's get going. Welcome to the episode. friends. I'm so excited to be here with you today. I have a feeling this is going to be a really fun and inspiring episode. So I'm going to share with you my 5am club journey today. But just that you know, this will be so much more than just about waking up 5am. So we'll be covering topics such as our brain, so neuroscience, neuroplasticity. We'll be talking about willpower, personal power, creativity and so many things. So just that you know you're in for a great treat. At least that's how I feel. So let's start by me sharing why I decided to do this 5am challenge and what it actually entails. So when the self-isolation started in London early March, I just had a feeling that I need to put in some extra measures uh, for my own well-being. And earlier in the year, I think it was January, I had read Robin Sharma's book, 5am Club, and I'll come back to that shortly. And I thought that, wow, now is a good time to tweak my morning routine. Yeah, now is a good time. And I am already a morning person. I normally wake up kind of 5.30, 6 o'clock and I really enjoy mornings. So I thought, yeah, this is a a slight tweak um, to the timing. It's more about the content uh, for me that I wanted to change. So that was um, kind of the idea I had to just get my mornings going because I believe that they are really Um, the key success factor to also get your day flowing to the right direction. So let me briefly uh, mention about Robin Sharma's book, so the 5am club, which is actually a very fascinating story uh, shared in this book. So if you don't normally read self-help, this is a book that might surprise you because it's not your typical self-help book. At least that's how I see it. So um This book is basically tied around this concept of waking up at 5am. There's clearly a lot more to this book and I actually won't be covering many of those topics, just a few uh, of those today, but it is tied around that 5am wake up call and then spending the first hour of your day for personal development. And what 
uh, this first hour entails, I'll just talk about it briefly now, is Robin talks about the 20-20-20 rule, which is dividing the first 60 minutes of your day into these three 20-minute blocks, where the first block is about movement, the second um, block is about meditation, stillness, journaling, reading, and the last 20 minutes is working on your craft. So I've been kind of working around these little 20-minute blocks and changing things about myself. And actually, personally, my routine is longer in the morning because I have the luxury of owning my own business and being my own boss. So I've been tweaking that around. And I just want to briefly mention what my morning looks like, although I don't follow the 2020 uh, 20 formula to the finest detail. So personally... When I get up, I normally get up like 5.45 or 5.52 because that's a great time to be ready for 5 o'clock. I found that if I have 8 minutes, that's enough for me to be functioning um, at 5 o'clock. And by the way, I have to say that throughout this process, I rarely was excited at that 4.45 mark. So just that you know, it's uh, it's normal. It's your it's your ego speaking, telling you to go back to sleep. But by 5 a.m., once I get going, it's all good. So it's just really learning to overcome that first hurdle. And we will come back to that later in this episode, I'm sure. So when I get up, I normally actually do like to move first thing in the morning. I move things around a little bit as in I do yoga. Now I've been doing cycling because the mornings have been so, so, so pretty here in London. Or then I might just um, go for a walk or whatever I fancy. About 20 to 45 minutes actually. It depends if I'm doing a proper yoga class in the morning then I might spend longer on it after that I do read I always I enjoy reading in the morning because the mind is just so peaceful at that time and then I journal every morning as well Um, I might listen to something if I'm listening to some personal development I might do that as well Uh, then I always take a cold shower we have a little bit of cold shower club actually going on with my clients so many of you are finding this joys of um, having a cold shower and after that I normally use the first two hours of my day between like seven to nine on my work things um, before I then have breakfast at nine o'clock. So there's a little bit of um, intermittent fasting going on there as well. So that's kind of what I've been doing in the morning. So I don't follow the 20-20-20 rule to the core, but I do have my blocks of um, movement of meditation or stillness and then uh, personal growth work stuff in there. So What Robin says is that this uh, 5 a.m. wake up should be done for 66 days um, in a row. And this is actually quite important. So I just want to mention this is because all change takes a while. So we have these neurons that are wired in our head a certain way. So for you to change those patterns actually requires some time. And there is a research by the University College of London that says that on average, 66 days is enough to be able to form these new neurons to connect in your brain. Uh, However, some change that is more complicated might take up to a year. 
So that's why you need to do this uh, and be quite religious. So Robin says that you can do that like Monday to Friday and take weekend off. But in general, it's actually better to just stick to a similar, when we talk about waking up, to a similar pattern throughout um, the week. That's what studies show. So if you wake up Monday to Friday, 5 a.m. and then during the weekend you sleep until 11, you're probably not doing any favors to yourself. But I did stick to this routine because... Currently, um, this period has been quite weird. I like my mornings and I've been working through the during the weekend as well. So I've been doing this challenge uh, every day for now 66 days. So let me um, talk a little bit about what is behind these 66 days and why I was actually also curious to do this study myself. So... So Robin says in his book that limitation is nothing more than a mentality that too many good people practice daily until they believe it's reality. And I know about neuroplasticity and I'm going to talk about it next. So I know about neuroplasticity and I thought when this self-isolation started, I'm like, great, because now, you know, the environment is constant. Nothing's changing. I'm going to tweak a few things in my life so I can see, I can really experience in my own personal life how this change is taking place, how my brain is actually changing. So that for me, from a personal hacking point of view was just very compelling. So let me just briefly talk about neuroscience and neuroplasticity in particular if those concepts are not familiar to you. So neuroplasticity is relatively recent finding actually. It was only found in 1960s and it shows that our brains have plasticity and what this means is that our brains can change. So let me just give you an example um, how I see this. I've read this somewhere, I can't remember from where, but this was such a nice way to talk about how our neurons uh, form connections in our brain and and then form our habits that it was, um, I'll share that with you now as well. So if you have a very strong habit, you have a lot of neurons that have wired together in your brain and they have formed neural pathways that when it's a strong habit it's probably like a really huge highway you know I've been to somewhere like Florida it's like nine lanes or like California nine lanes to one direction that's like a huge highway so that's a really strong habit then there's some things that you kind of do occasionally really random and those are like little forest trails you don't have a strong connection between those few neurons So when we start to change what we do daily, and by the way, we are doing this constantly, all the time when we are making new choices, we are actually reinforcing the same neurons to wire and wire and wire together. And this, like, so if you think about it, getting up 5am, what am I really doing? It's like I am constantly firing the same neurons so that there will be a bigger road forming in my head and in the 66 day mark depending on clearly everyone's a bit different but you know around that mark there is actually a pathway between these neurons in my head so that now becomes a habit in my life and therefore I don't need so much power to force it anymore because it's become part of my programming so I hope this gives you an idea of like 
we can all change. Neuroplasticity shows that we are all capable of doing this. We might have slight differences that, you know, for you, it might take 70 days. For you, it might take 50. Uh, and I have no idea what contributes to that. I bet that's pretty complicated um, neuroscience. But really, our brains are plastic. We can change. And there's a really cool theory that is called Hebbian theory that says neurons that fire together, wire together. So when you just make new choices, and now I was making this 5 a.m. choice 66 days in a row, hello, here it is, and now it's so much easier. Um, and I hope this gives you comfort that we can all change. But now I just want to talk about something um, because I believe this is important to mention and um, it's important that you know, unless you're familiar to this already, however, I won't go into much depth about this. So as I said earlier, um, in the beginning of the of the show, I said that, you know, I'm already a morning person. I'm like, yeah, I can do this. And I fully felt that in my being, in my core, that I am capable of doing this. So my belief system was supportive of this initiative, of this challenge, if you like. And let me just talk a little bit now about if I asked you okay, can you wake up 5 a.m. for 66 days in a row? And you're like, no, I can't because. And whatever comes after that because is your belief system in action. So clearly, let me just point out that waking up 5 a.m., and this is, by the way, we could replace the 5 a.m. with could you go on a blind date? Could you start dancing salsa? Could you stand on your hands, you know? So like it doesn't really matter what the habit you're trying to take on now. It doesn't really matter. But this is more about understanding what your belief system behind that is. So our minds have two parts. There's the conscious mind and the subconscious mind. And what we need to know now is that all of our habits come from the subconscious mind. And if you look at your daily life, what is running your life? It is your subconscious mind. Your habits and everything you put into your subconscious is running your life. And for many, for all of us actually, uh, our subconscious mind has been formed uh, ages 0 to 7, uh, 0 to 14 if you're generous. And what this means is that when we are children, our brains are actually in a different brainwave state and we are like sponges. We take on everything from um, outside uh, our environment, so from our parents, from our teachers, all of that. So, you know, maybe if you said, I can't wake up that early, maybe you've heard your mom say in your childhood all the time, like, yeah, I like early mornings, I hate them, I like to sleep until late. And you're like, okay, so the model of the world is that waking up early is difficult and sleeping late is who I am. So, again, Maybe you're not the early morning riser. Maybe your circadian rhythm is in supportive of that. In which case, I would all, I would almost recommend all of you to check your chronotype. I've actually done that for myself. I'm a Leo, uh, a lion. So like for me, I should be fine um, getting up early. Um, but check your chronotype. But for many, like you can get up 5 a.m. So if you're saying that I can't because, you must check your belief system. Because this subconscious mind, this belief system is basically running your life 
And therefore, if you're going to do, trying to do this exercise and your belief is like you're not a morning person, at some point, whatever habit you're going to establish, you will sabotage yourself because you haven't fixed the root cause. You haven't worked on your subconscious belief. And there's a completely different process. Uh, that's why I said I'm going to talk about briefly only and because I won't go into that now. But there's a completely different process to work with your subconscious beliefs, which, by the way, all of us have those because, as we said earlier, is that we inherit those in our early years. And then later, if you never come back to reprogram those old limiting beliefs and often we have those, I'll just throw a few out there for money, love, your worthiness. Yeah. Those will absolutely kick you in your ass later in life if you don't do that work. And let me just say now that I do help my clients in that sort of work. And it, it's, it takes time because, again, you are rewiring your brain. How long does it take? You know that now, right? <laughs> so, so, but that is possible. You just need the right tools because now you're actually not exerting willpower to change the habit, but you're working on the belief. And that belief will be reflected on all of the areas in your life. So sometimes just to give you this thought here that personally I don't see that we should be working uh, with willpower and changing all of our habits I'd rather work from identity where your beliefs sit because that is your idea about yourself that is a story you keep telling about yourself to yourself all the time and that is running your life so I would rather work on those beliefs first and get that right because they are launch pad for your life and then in this case, for me, my belief system was supportive of me getting up early, right? I hope you can see that. So for me, this was really more about tweaking the morning, getting the morning routine right, rather than being like, yeah, ooh, I got up 5 a.m. So I hope you can see that. And um, indeed, if you want to learn more about that, I'm happy to help to get you going. I have a package of three sessions and this alone will give you the tools and you know how you can do this yourself. Like, you, you know, you can do this work yourself. It takes time. I know it because I've been doing this work now uh, for quite some while. But like it pays off, like just looking at the results I'm getting in my life, this work pays off. So I just want to be super honest and raw and, and real with you guys that this isn't only about let me just put my alarm clock to ring 5 a.m. and my life would be so much better. No, like we must also make sure that we work on these belief systems that might be limiting us from our subconscious because that is that ultimately guides our life. Right. So where are we? <laughs> <laughs> so let me just talk about the biggest takeaways for me from this experience. And uh, I've tried to distill them into, I think there's five. Yeah, there's five uh, just to give you an idea of how I see that um, my life is better after this experience and what are some of the key experiences and, and key thoughts and insights that really strengthened within me. Um, so I'm sure you'll enjoy this. So let's start with the first one. So I strongly believe that we must keep building resiliency within ourselves. And if we, through, if we do that through voluntary discomfort, that's almost the, quick, like the quickest way to personal growth and expansion. 
Okay, so what do I mean by this? It's like Robin says in his book, he says, world class begins where your comfort zone ends. So I completely agree with this. Nothing interesting ever happens within your comfort zone. You must be constantly tipping your toes beyond your comfort zone because that's where your life starts. And when we have this concept of voluntary discomfort, you're actually voluntarily making yourself discomfort uncomfortable is that a world uncomfortable uncomfortable there we go um <laughs> sorry it's just too funny these days i'm pretty good with my english but you know we do get this so finding voluntary discomfort is so important because you are intentionally putting yourself into place where you're not feeling comfortable and when you do this constantly, intentionally, consistently, you will start expanding your comfort zone and suddenly the stuff that, you know, last week felt really uncomfortable. Now you're like, yeah, you know, I can do that, right? So when you when you do this intentionally, you can really see how you're growing. So it doesn't need to be waking up 5 a.m., but you can also do intermittent fasting's great. So I do intermittent fasting, which also has been proven to have amazing health benefits. Um, and then cold showers. Again, cold showers. A second mention in the podcast today, because cold showers are the bomb. Like in the morning, you just take your normal shower, and for the last 30 seconds to a minute, you just put it so cold as possible. And now I'm just going to give extra tip to the ladies. Just put the cold shower, the water. Also, like you want to put it on, um, actually for everyone, this one first. Uh, you want to put the water to um, come like into your forehead and into your chest because that's where there's a lot of mitochondrial, where there's a lot of energy forming. So you want to just give those my, that mitochondrial a little bit of extra love. And then for my ladies out there, for your face, for your tits and for your ass, you know, you can give some extra love because that really kind of keeps the skin firm as well. So I am 37. Sometimes people think I'm 24. I'm just saying cold shower rocks and also you'll hate the experience, but after that you'll feel great. So I just want to also say this, that a lot of the stuff doesn't feel great when you think about it. When you're in it, you're like, oh, okay, 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 I hope it's over soon. But when you've done it, you're feeling amazing. So a lot of us live our lives by thinking, yeah, I'm not going to enjoy that. Waking up 5 a.m., oh my God, it's so hard. But then when the clock like your alarm goes off in the morning, just get up. You don't think, you don't give your brain the opportunity to negotiate with you. Don't think about, oh, getting up 5 a.m. so hard. You just freaking get up. And then once you get going, you feel better. That's the idea with voluntary discomfort. That also helps you to control your mind and not allowing your brain and your conditioning and your programming to take over you and deciding how you live your life, right? So... That's that's like one of the things I would say about voluntary discomfort. I would say another thing which I see um, almost like a little bit of pattern in our society is that we live a very fast-paced lifestyle. Lives are very busy these days. And one of the things here is that in the morning, you are forced to be quiet. You are forced to be with yourself. So when you do your exercise, when you do your journaling, maybe you do your meditation practice, wow you are actually exploring yourself. And this is so scary for many to be with themselves. Doesn't it sound crazy? But really, this is 
that is something so important, right? So I would say that, you know, when you learn in these morning hours, you also learn how your mind speaks to you. It's like, no, you can't get up at 5 a.m. And then, oh, you can't take a cold shower. And then when you do exercise, you're like, oh, I could do this. You know, you learn more about yourself and you start to have insight into yourself. And when you learn more about yourself, when you learn who you are, then you also know how to change something if you wish, because you know what's already there. So really this sort of resiliency in your being is something so beautiful that comes across, especially in the mornings. And by the way, I'm just going to refer back to brain states because in the morning when we wake up, we are in theta and then we normally go to alpha before we go into beta, which is like a more kind of that monkey mind kind of state. So in the morning also, we just have a better opportunity to work on our being because we are in a different brain state. Um, I had a great quote here. I'm just looking at my note notes here. I had a great quote about... Uh, our society uh, but now I can't from Robin from the book that it was so good that I would definitely want to read that to you um hopefully it comes from here anyways so let's just keep going so that's uh the second thing for me is that a lot of people think a lot of stuff not many people do stuff so you know my man Tony Robbins always says you don't know it unless you're doing it and Robin says that Ideas are worth nothing unless they're backed up by application. And I am so, like, so with these guys because things won't change before you do stuff. A lot of us happen to live in this, for some reason, in this reality of like, I need people around me to change. Why is my world not changing? It's like, because you need to look in the mirror, friend. For things to change for you, it's you who must change. And how do you change? By doing things. So this is so important is that we actually need to start to take responsibility for our own growth and expansion. Like, why are you here, right? And and when you do these things, when you actually do these things, you start to have experience, first-hand experience about your life and about how you work, which, as I said earlier, also helps you to change. And now I can see the quote here. I'm so excited now. Okay, listen to this. Robin says in his book, we've encouraged a culture of soft, weak and delicate people who can't keep promises, who bail on commitments and who quit on their aspiration the moment their smallest obstacle shows up. So really, this is the key here. When you do stuff on the regular that is hard, when you do stuff and don't think for a gazillion years, but you just do it, yeah? That's how you actually build your muscle for resistance. That's how you build your muscle for doing and don't always spend half of your time in planning mode or thinking mode. So that really is like the 5 a.m. club is a great um, testi- testimonial for me, like evidence about just do it. Like you don't know how it feels before you're doing it and you must just keep going for long enough to see what it actually means because Robin also says something like, every change is hard in the beginning, messy in the middle and gorgeous at the end. 
And I really attest to this because a lot of the stuff, when we do stuff once, it's like, oh yeah, you know, going to yoga for the first time. I bet that's not cool. I can't even remember my first class. But anyways, that's probably not cool. Once you've done it 10 times, you're like, okay, I start to get a hand on this, like how this works. So just doing stuff, but giving yourself the opportunity to do it for a while so to actually know what it means to you is so important. So this uh, next bit is one of the... Um, key things for me which is creativity so this is now super interesting so I actually now love my mornings even more it's like I feel like I found my rhythm for life so those of you wondering I shall continue my morning early mornings 5 a.m um clearly I won't be like so religious about it like life happens right but I want to be um waking up early because I really enjoy it. But let me tell you something that you might find interesting. So now I've been speaking about brainwaves quite a, quite a bit. And if you think about it in the morning, nature's kind of waking up. Most people are sleeping, which means that there's like a delta, theta, brainstay, brainwaves going on, which is a very, if you think about a wave, it's like a very long, mellow wave. And then when people start to wake up, we go into beta, which is more like a ooh, very rigid kind of frequent wave. So in the morning, when people are sleeping, really, our brains send these electromagnetic fields into our environment. But when everyone's sleeping, the frequency is so mellow that actually that creates an environment that has so much peace in it. And really, I find that for me, there's like more space for my brain and my being to work in a way that has truly sparked my creativity. And now if you're thinking, Anna, you've gone completely mad, that didn't make any sense, I encourage you to try yourself. When you wake up 5 a.m., it's not like you're going to be like, oh, you know, life's terrible, but like you have that sacred moment of peace and quiet like that gratitude that pours out of my veins in that early moment is so precious so just this is hard to explain like you want to experience this and that's why actually I hope not everyone will be waking up so early because then we're going to ruin the brainwave frequencies hey but really that's been uh, so amazing I feel that when I've been now writing in the morning when I've been studying I've actually been able to absorb things in a different way and soon that will be reflected in my business as well so during this time actually as a personal win my entire Wonder Woman business has gotten a new shape it's not out yet but because I'm still working on it and you know sometimes these things take time to really uh, form to their final glorious state whenever that might be but never mind and so this has really emerged during this time so I'm just so grateful for these early mornings and for the spark of creativity that lies in these early mornings so next I just want to say about personal power because you know me you know like having personal power feeling of yeah, I can do this, so important. And think about this, when you start doing stuff like this, you're like, wow, I can do it. You're actually inspiring yourself. So how cool is that? Like, of course, it's great to find role models. Maybe some of you are like, yeah, Anna, you're so cool. Yeah, I I love you too. (laughs) But you know, when you are your own inspiration, that is pretty powerful. 
And when you do something that makes you uncomfortable, and by the way, I think that's always the uncomfortable is your invitation for that growth. That's the exact thing you should be doing. And when you have experience, I can do it. Wow, the amount of personal power that comes from that, the amount of internal validation, because you don't need someone externally saying you're amazing, because you know what, you're doing it, you can see it, you can experience it. That is really powerful. And for me, it's like, consider these early morning hours. You know what happens behind closed doors when no one's looking? What are you doing? Dude, I've been working on myself. What are you doing? Are you watching your mobile phone? Are you scrolling on social media? What are you doing? Like, work on yourself. Like, don't waste your time on BS, but work on yourself. And when you do this thing first thing in the morning that you focus on yourself that really gets your day going and then you have such um, gratitude such a respect for life that you don't want to waste the rest of your day either so when you get the morning right the rest of the day really flows from that and it really like you, you don't want to look at social media 6am but you want to work on yourself you want to work on your stuff and then when it's nine o'clock and people are like oh let's start working you're like boom I've already like I've done like the most important things that I know will catapult me um, make give me a big leap into where I want to be so that's a great place to start your day and again, like, you know, you, you might not be wanting to do this, but I just want to offer you another, um, almost like a viewpoint into how I see your expansion and your personal growth and what's the role of that in our daily lives. And really this 5am club, such a simple idea, but can give a lot of boost to actually personal transformation because we are what we do each and every day. And when you commit to this kind of work on the regular, like things will change. Things will change. There is no question of that. So, um, yeah, that was actually my last bit there. That when you get your morning right, the rest of the day will flow from there. Um, so, yeah, Robin says, own your morning, elevate your life. And I have to say that I feel so freaking alive at this time in my life, although it's been a very weird period, but I feel so alive, I feel so creative, I'm freaking healthy as a superwoman, as a wonder woman, and just life's so amazing, I can't wait to uh, continue working on my business and really helping my clients to get these transformations in their lives, it's uh, truly beautiful. But this is also because I have consistently showed up in my own life. I'm actually driving this car. I'm not the passenger, but I recognize that it is me who calls the shot, not my old program brain. I'm changing that as we speak. But, you know, my programming isn't ruling this, but it is me. And I'm like, when I show up and I do this this thing and sometimes I stumble some some days are harder some days it doesn't go according to Anna's master plan but I just keep showing up I trust the process and wow it feels so good now at the end although this isn't an end but it's an end of the 66 day period yeah 
So just to give you this inspiration of like be your own muse and, and be your own inspiration, but also set the standard for yourself in a way that actually inspires you to take that action. Like don't settle for average shit, you know? Like you can have anything, but you must show up to do the work, right? And I hope that this uh, episode helped you to see that anything is possible, but not without knowing how to do the work and then actually doing the work. So when we know how we humans work on a brain level and our body level, you know, and I'm here to share these tools with you very freely because I believe that when we all elevate our lives, we all elevate our lives, hey, and I'm here to do that. But really, like once you know how us humans work and then you put in the work and then you appreciate the hardships along the journey, that's where the magic happens. And that's how you can really get closer to where you wish to be. And that's when you then wish to be somewhere different. And then you wish to be somewhere different. And that's the beauty of life. We never arrive, right? Anyways, I hope you enjoyed uh, my musings on the 5am club. I can see again, it's been quite a long episode. It seems like I have so many things to share with you. And I'm trying to share this in my social media handles as well. So please do join me on Instagram. Um, MS Anna Kuusela over there, because that's where I share a lot in my stories. And I hope you keep a close look on the all things Wonder Woman as well, because beautiful things are coming your way and the tagline I'm currently working on is connect to create so I wish to help you to create your own dream lives in the future as well so I'll be talking to you very soon again I'd love to hear what you thought about this episode and I wish all of you a beautiful day I'll see you soon Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode and I hope you're feeling super inspired. Before you go, I'd love to stay connected so you can find me from my website, Instagram and Facebook. Now it's your turn. This is your life. Go on and make stuff happen with love, success and abundance.